the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey, folks. That's right, folks. This is the show you've been asking for. This is the Halloween zombie special. And it's a double special for zombies because it's an election on Tuesday also. So folks, here we are. We're going to talk about how to deal with zombies. You got a good briefing last week. I think we covered a lot of ground, but I had to bring in some professionals this time. <laughs> so sitting around the table from me, my right to your left, if we're playing along at home, I have Corman. I don't know what. That's a squid. I have a squid over here to my right. Dale Fundak. Dale. Hello. I have Vincenzo Torolini, the Cuban-Italian stallion. Hello. And I have Tiny Tom <laughs> from, from Riverside and North Shooting Range. Good morning. Now, those of you who have seen Tom lately, you understand what I'm talking about. This man has a fantastic physical transformation. He might talk about that later. But uh, he is in fighting shape this year for the zombie apocalypse That's today. That's right. Bring Absolutely. it. Okay. Hey, uh, before we get into all the fun stuff in life here... As you know, I do financial planning and investments for, for people every day. My number one question I get a couple times a day is, what's going to happen on this election? So let's take your predictions here. Going along here, Dale. Landslide Trump, two weeks of, I'm, they're trying to steal the vote and finding them in the back of dead people's cars, and then Trump wins. Same thing here. The only way Trump will lose is if uh, they find semis full of... Uh, uh, on open boxes of uh, Democratic votes, but yeah, he should be he should win all the way across, except of course California. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on the same boat. Trump's, Trump's going to kill it, and then uh, I don't think it's going to be mass hysteria like people are thinking. Um, I think that's just obviously we know it's our news and people just talking because it's it's out there, but it's not going to be that bad. So uh, we're taping this a little bit ahead of the zombie apocalypse, and this morning on the way in here, I heard the news that oh. Multiples of people in Riverside County have just received a second ballot mailed to them. Did you guys hear that this morning? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Do you think those are uh, Republican voters that got second ballots <laughs> accidentally mailed to them? Huh? No. Not a chance. The cheat is in, man. They are, they are going to try and steal this as hard as possible. Now, the thing that they would actually try and steal it in California tells me they're desperate. I mean, they shouldn't be putting any effort into trying to steal this state. Right, it's crazy. No, it, it won't happen. And the yeah. fact that all the good people with money and options are basically leaving, um, the only people left are uh, going to be the wackos. 
And us. And yeah. us. I had a, a, a lady uh, customer, and she's just became an American citizen. She's Chinese. And so she brought me the two ballots that she got in because she needed a second proof, uh, you know, that she resides in California. So she brought me that. And I go, that, that will work. She had two of them, and they were both in Chinese. And she goes, I never requested it in Chinese, and I don't know why they sent me two. So he showed, she showed me both of them, and they were both in Chinese. And she kind of, she wasn't upset because she got two. She got upset because it came in Chinese. And, you know, she went through all the effort of becoming an American citizen, and, and she, never, she never requested it in Chinese. So, I mean, she's going to still vote, but regardless, but she got two of them <laughs> in the mail. Well, the fact that any ballot anywhere is written in any language other than English yeah. is an affront. Because to be a citizen, you're required. You're required to read and write English. I mean, that's another proof of citizenship, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and a waste of money and time. Anyway. It's- I re-registered when I did my license the other day. I actually have the Golden Bear license so I can buy ammo again. <laughs> uh, so I re- And I re-registered under the Tar and Feather Party. Oh, that's two of us now. Did you really? Yes, I did. God, my wife hates that. Dang, I didn't. I missed out. I will get a new ID and do that. So, well, you can you register to vote anytime you want. Matter of fact, you can register the day of voting now, right? So, yeah. vote early, vote often. So, um, when I had, you know, you get so disappointed in the Republicans. You know, until Trump came along, they just rolled over for everything, mm-hmm. right? And so, I was so disappointed when I had to when I moved and I had to re-register. They said, your party affiliation. I said, you know what? Let's tar and feather all of them. So I wrote down the tar and feather party. And I sent it in. And they registered me in the tar and feather party. So, Wow. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. What color was your ballot? <laughs> uh, black ballots matter. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's kind of funny. So there's two of us now. We're going to take over the state. It's a, it's a start. Look, Mike Morell's retiring. He's the only really uh, politician I enjoyed because he was a businessman before he became a politician. The rest of them, yeah, we could tar and feather them. I'm okay with that. I actually got a letter from Chad Mays to invite me to somebody's house for some fundraiser for him. Uh, that guy's a traitor. Do and, not do not vote for Chadley. Chadley Mays. I almost, I you almost went. I didn't want. I was just shaking. I was like so upset, going. Why would you even send me something, you traitor? Yeah, so those of you who are, if you're confused about this, the NRA endorses the incumbent, all right? So if you're an incumbent and you respond to them, even if you get a C, they're going to endorse you. That guy is terrible on so many fronts. He voted for the uh, lowering the sex, um, the pedophilia age. Yeah, He he voted for everything bad uh, in California. Ten years difference or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's okay with that. He's a sellout. He gave us all our gas taxes. Yeah, he's he's terrible. So do not vote for him, okay? Um, Don't be fooled. And that's, again, that's part of the thing is the Republican Party, they're, they're push people that aren't pure conservatives and I don't like that. So I'm a tar and feather guy. Now, I do realize that a D on your ballot stands for disarm. Right? <laughs> That's the, so if it's a D, I am for God's name never going to vote for that because their their party platform is terrible if you consider freedom, uh, living in America and traditional values. You're, it's the exact opposite of all of that. So we do have an election to win here, folks. Vote early, vote often. Um, help your friends vote. Buy them a beer, fill out their ballot. I don't care. <laughs> buy That's them right. a couple if you All need right. to. Buy them the beer and just point which one to do. If you do that, you can't tell them how to vote, but you can show them, here, that's the one you mark. 
That's right. And if they say no, no just give him more beer. No beer. Until eventually. No, no. You hold the beer out. No, are we done that's, yet? Okay, here's that's the beer. a sailor's trick. Always <laughs> hand more beer to this can't say no. <laughs> you would know that. All right, let's get off of this here. Let's let's hopefully we're gonna have a fantastic, fantastic week going forward here with great news. Now I imagine the cities will be um celebrating like they do whenever we win a national sports team by like, I don't know, burning things down. Right. But that's just what cities are for. And that's why we don't live in big cities. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on here. So today is Halloween. That's what my son keeps telling me. It's the minute he got up. Dad, can we go now? Can we go now? <laughs> it, today's Halloween. It's the zombie apocalypse, okay? Last week, we talked about combinations of pistol carbines. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the proper ammunition for defending yourself in a zombie apocalypse, okay? Tom, I'm going to send this over to you here. You have an expertise in pistol shooting, so go with that. Um, you know, I'm going to tell everybody, man, just go with that nine and take some training. You get a little more capacity. Tom, we have a one-hour show. Could you stretch it a little bit? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stretch. Yeah, I'll stretch that out a little bit. But um, at bottom line, if you want to think about it, it's gonna be the best gun you shoot well, and and if you want something that uh, that uh, you've trained and, and are proficient with, and that you could do the dirty deed. Now that's all the that's all that's that's a trainer speaking here. But yeah. what we want to talk about is, okay, there's nine millimeter. There's so many different kinds of nine millimeter that are out there. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm trying out a new a new round now that's a nine millimeter, which is a um, 108 grain uh, Norma round that just opens up to this beautiful flower that just destroys everything all the way through. So you know I'm gonna work more towards uh, something that's got some good mass behind it um, that you can uh, not worry about shooting through and and you know stopping that zombie. You want to hit him in that head, obviously. Um, something that's going to penetrate bone. Well, we we found two things. You can either hit them in the head or the elbow. Interesting. <laughs> the elbow. <laughs> Elbows work. We, we we saw that on video. Yeah, elbows work. Uh, China Joe recommends the knee. That's what I'm saying. The elbow works. So is the knee. Apparently, right? That's right. China Joe. China Joe Bryben. Yes. Yeah. Joe well, Bryben. I guess that depends what movie you watch because some of those zombies out there run so stinking fast, but if you take the knee out, then they're just crawling and you have no problems getting rid of them. This was a Kenosha video, I think uh, I saw. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, um, so let's talk about the different types of 9mm that you have out there. Most people, when they say, hey, Vince, is there any 9mm left? And you say, no, sorry. But, no. but then they look in their cupboards, like old Mother Hubbard, and they open up a uh, 115 grain round ball. Right. Right, that's what your target rounds. Right. So we're getting, we're almost at a break now. So I've stalled efficient sufficiently to get to this commercial here. We're going to hold people over. We're going to talk about the types of defensive nine millimeter ammo as we come back here and where to get it. <laughs> Vince, that's your department. Yes. <laughs> Wyoming. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. They, they wouldn't sell it to us anyway. Um, not that I tried, but. Um, we can talk about 9mm ammunition, uh, the type you're going to need for defensive use, for training use, and then we're going to go into different things such as, oh, say, shotguns and different calibers and different types of bullets. So, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, uh, checking in with Tiny Tom of Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, Vincenzo Torolini, the Cuban-Italian Stallion, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. <laughs> Close enough. I've never said that before in my life. And, and Dr. Dale Fundak. We'll be right back after this. AM 590. The answer. 
This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, the conversation revolves around firearms, hunting, or gun rights afforded all Americans under the Second Amendment of our Constitution. Our companion in the battle to uphold these rights have been the Firing Line Gun Show longtime sponsor, me, Vince Torres, of Bullseye Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessory, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and... Oh, Vince and Vince. No, Vince. <laughs> Vince and Phil highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course. One that would teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe and efficient use of firearm. For more information, call the Certified Firearm Course. Call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211. Visit the website, my website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. You're damn right we do. 951-823-0211. Come and get your zombie ammo. Awesome. Awesome. Folks, you heard it from the horse's mouth himself. And uh, we heard some more Halloween going on there. Um, Halloween without candy. I don't know. Is that going to work this year? Why? But the kids aren't the kids aren't doing trick or treat. Yeah. No, they're saying that. Uh, no, they didn't say they're going to shut it down. It's it's uh, they you know request that make. Do they re- have to wear masks? Make a choice. Hey, <laughs> you know, Halloween you know comes on on a, on a week uh, on a Friday or a Saturday every whatever so often. So this is uh, on a Saturday, so it's a weekend. Yeah, we're not giving out candy. We're giving shots. Cool. I'll I do that. I like it. They don't have to be in school in the morning, so they got until no. Monday to recover. Yeah. I like that. That's well, the idea. shots are for the parents. Oh. Now, you let your kids take a <laughs> shot. That's on you. <laughs> no, we sit in a big circle. I have a fire pit because I live on top of the hill, and the kids are too lazy to walk up the hill. So we all sit in one big circle with a fire pit, and we drink, and the kids come by, and we throw candy at them. I like that. So, you know, you might want to try apples. They fly farther. <laughs> I... Well, if I didn't eat all the Reese's. How many of you us here got apples? Uh, there's a couple in our neighborhood. Really? Yeah. But uh, I'm talking, what, 35, 40 years ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like, really, an apple? Well, caramel apples. Well, today That's we a- give up bags of kale. <laughs> You're right. It's no better. I, I hate your children. Here's some kale. I hate your children. Here's some kale. It's at least cooked like <laughs> chips. Oh, man. Halloween is not what it used to be. Where we live... Uh, this will be our third year, um, and I don't. Th- we've not had anybody come by. It's dark. I have a neat neighborhood, and we finally get 10, 15 people. Oh, no, we got a lot yeah. of people in my neighborhood. We get oh, wow. nobody. Oh, yeah, we got a it's lot It's beautiful. Of- they get bust. They get mine, I think they get bust in because you walk in and go, hmm, okay, there's only like five, six kids walking. You know, it's only come around the corner. It's like 35 of them. It's like, where the hell they come from? Yeah. So, no, we always, we celebrated. My wife is a big lover of Halloween. We all sit in the garage, open the door. A bunch of family members come, 20, 30 of family members. And we have food for us. And we set up a table full of candies. And the kids come in and 
some some of us get dressed. Sometimes I get dressed, and I just give. Well, I hope you're not stuff. naked in there. That's oh. that's a, <laughs> that's a Hunter Biden moment. We don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so we do. We like uh, we like we always had every year. We always got hundreds of kids. Yeah, it's coming. always been a fun. It's always been a fun. It used to be my favorite one. Anyway, hey, um, we're getting back here to the zombies because zombies happen, and uh, when Halloween is this close to the election, and uh, and 2020 is not over yet. By the way, is anybody, a friend of mine said he's not going to buy his 2021 planner till he sees the preview because, <laughs> <laughs> because who, who knows if we want another year like this one, right? It's, yeah, definitely to come with pencil and eraser. <laughs> right. All right. So let's talk about ammunition, self-defense ammunition here. Um, right off the bat, Tom says he wants his nine millimeter to rock and roll. One of the things you mentioned was this new Norma ammo. Now, um, Hornaday has one. I'm dropping the name on it. HST. The one that opens up into that perfect star pattern. Premier ammunition over in Riverside. That's what he uses for his defense stuff. And Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. that guy uses it for that. Um, And I've seen them come out of the gel, and they look absolutely spectacular. They're perfect. They're nice, big, fat, like a flower almost, a lily or something like that. And that's one way to... um, deliver energy into the target the other way uh is actually have pedals that shear off or something like that fragmenting rounds fragmenting rounds uh there was one group out there that had a i think ruger bottom but there was a polymer this thing was super super fast shot at unbelievable rpms and it kind of just melted as it went through yeah that was its idea hydrodynamic shock hydrostatic yeah And, and um so those are some of the different ways the other things um I think that are important are over penetration. You know, if we're on a defensive, you're in the house, you simply don't want something that's going to go through one bad guy and through a wall, right? Zombie, right. zombie. Zombies are bad guys. Okay. All right. Yeah. Especially zombies. if you're especially if you're aiming at the head which becomes a really small target. Uh, well, you- the head's a pretty good size. The brain is tiny on these zombies. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, that's when you have to resort to accuracy by volume. (laughs) (laughs) Hop, skip, and a dump. Um, So let's talk about over-penetration then. So do you have any concerns with that with a 9mm? Well, yeah, of course you will. It just depends on the round. I mean, it's still a pretty fast round. Um, Not as subsonic as your forty five might be. Um, But, yeah, you definitely have to work some kind of penetration. That's dependent on the core. So, so some of the different types of bullets out there that might over-penetrate would be? Oh, especially if you're just carrying regular ball ammo. Your 150 range, 115 grain, just regular ball ammo is going to more of an opportunity or a chance of pass through, through and through. And that's because it doesn't deform in right, the target. it doesn't deform. Yeah, got a good have, amount of energy in it. Yeah, you got to have some, some kind of hollow point yeah. on that bullet so it won't... A that, Halloween? Uh, Halloween, <laughs> yeah. You know, definitely some kind of hollow point uh, on the bullet. You know, like you were saying, there are so many different ones out there. Barnes has a pretty good uh, uh, hollow point uh, 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 bullet. Uh, uh, but there's... Hornady has... I mean, I don't think there's not any one company out there that doesn't have some kind of hollow point that will do that. And it's... The way I see it is mainly for penetration. Anything that is ball, full metal jacket, whatever the case might be, uh, is definitely going to have the opportunity to go right through the body. Unless it is a bone, a solid, you know, something solid, maybe. Well, but so here's, if it, here's if it hits skin, skin is going to go right through it. Like So here's, here's the thing is, now a lot of guys, I want you to understand, why do we use ball ammo in training? 
because it feeds so reliably. It's cheaper. It's cheaper and it feeds so reliably, right? Ball ammo slides right into that gun and away you go. Sometimes with the hollow points, what could happen, Dale? They catch on the ramp or they pop up yeah. off the ramp and go straight up and get a stovepipe. Mm-hmm. Failure to feed, absolutely. Yeah, so these are things, so you always want to make sure that if you have defensive ammunition that you've taken it to the range, you've shot yeah. it, you see how it cycles in your magazine. Definitely test and, it. And it's more expensive than the ball right. ammo. Small yeah. price to pay for your uh, safety. So, right, but but some people kind of cheap out, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I paid 50 bucks for that. I'll just save that ammo, and they've I never could. cycled it in the gun. Always test your ammo, unless you're extremely good at clearing drill, then test your ammo. <laughs> we teach in a lot of our, our defense classes and stuff, and with some of our law enforcement classes that, you know, rotate your ammo out. It's a small price to pay for your, your safety, and, and while you rotate it out every three months, shoot that ammo. Get some new stuff, put it in. Know what it feels like because it does react. It does feel different in your firearm. Absolutely. Especially like you have a CCW gun, say like a shield or, you know. And you wash your magazine. Yeah. Wow. No, really? Yeah. No, we're not going there. Literally put it in the washing machine or the the, uh, dishwasher? So how long did you have to put it in the dryer to fix it? (laughs) Because he left it in that pocket when he washed those jeans. Yep. (laughs) Well, that's what you get for wearing skinny jeans. I cannot wear skinny <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Even in my best dreams, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, so, you know, ammunition can get ruined. Yeah. And so you, you know, do body sweat, one you carry every day, moisture off your body can potentially make your rounds inert. Yeah. Problems with it. And I've seen people try and, um, again, overcome that, or I've seen them actually put uh, this is a true story. The guy put fingernail polish over the primer. To try and seal it so it would be good forever, right? Wow. Guess what gummed up the firing pin? Fingernail polish. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, right? it, it, it does seal the primer, but <laughs> they got a thing called primer seal that does the same thing. Or just rotate your ammo. Or don't wash yeah, your, but wash your magazine, Dale. <laughs> Save the money you would have spent on primer sealant and buy more ammo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rotate it out. So 9mm, we're in, we're in a... Pretty much agreement here. You're looking for a hollow point, something snappy, yeah. something that will not cause over penetration. Capacity. Capacity is great, all the way up to 10, ten rounds. rounds. Yeah. yeah. 10 rounds. Wow. Right. And for all of you that want to escape it, put one in the chamber. That's 11. Wait a minute. Now you're, now you're breaking the law here. No, I didn't break the law. <laughs> I suggested something. <laughs> you got 11 rounds. That's Because uh, I don't do that. You're in California. You should be able to bring down everything with 10 rounds, period. 11 is where the tax rates are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't do that. Okay, folks. Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. We're going to come back. I'm going to talk about other types of pistol ammunition and shot gun ammunition as we get into this happy halloween watch out for the zombies they're out there have questions about handgun safety local sports shooting events or your second amendment rights just ask vince at bullseye sport in riverside get practical advice no sales pitch vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. 
Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans! Lay down your weapons! Persians! Come and get them! Hey folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're, we're just jamming here to the uh, Ghostbusters uh, theme here. So, anyway, happy Halloween. I hope you're going to have a great time. And, uh, you know, this is zombie time. So, lock and load tonight. We've got to make sure the zombies do not get in your house. We just talked about 9mm choices, 9mm ammo, with my professional panel here, Dr. Zale Fundak. I've got the Vincenzo Torellini, the Cuban-Italian Stallion, and Tiny Tom from uh, Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. And we're talking more about different types of self-defense ammunition. Now, uh, I want to end our last section when I talk about shotgun ammo. But let's talk about other types of pistol ammunition because the other pistols that are out there, a lot of people will have, say, a three eighty, or, you know, some people even have twenty fives if those are still a thing out there. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, I know. Uh, but twenty twos. Now let's let's go to twenty twos mm-hmm. because a lot of people have a twenty two, yes. and you know when I was teaching my my courses and I had ladies who had really bad hand strength or no almost no hand strength, right? And so like the Wather P twenty twos could be a really good choice for self defense for them. What are some of the options you would go to for twenty two ammo for self defense? Now we're not saying it's your number one choice. I'm saying if that's what you have. I, uh, so uh, the. The only bad thing about, if you call it a bad thing, about the Walter P22, you need to have good ammo go through it because yeah. they're very finicky yeah. ammo. And CCI by far is the best. The mini mag? Mini mag. And they do have hollow point in the mini I think mag. Winchester makes a, four, a really fast one as well. Yeah, it's 12, uh, yeah. 1275 or 1285, yeah. uh, something like that. So, what about like the Stingers? I think that's a little too hot for that. Uh, I in, shoot, my, in my cycle, it's In still, my cycle, I yeah. think it's kind of hot for that. Uh, I shoot it, Stingers. Get some slide slamming. And on my Walther PBKS, and it loves But that's it. different. The PBKS is yeah. a little yeah. stronger slide. It's yeah. a lot. The Walther P22, that thing, a five-year-old can slide that yeah. thing back. It's really smooth. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, and, and ever since all this, uh, you know, civil unrest and the COVID-19 and all the gun stores across the United States have gone crazy, people buying guns. I do come across or have been coming across a lot of first-time buyers, and not a lot of them are elderly people or or elderly female, and even some of the men that have arthritis or whatever the case might be. And, you know, they, they want to buy a thirty-eight special 2-inch revolver, which is a great gun if you can handle it. And I was telling them, you know, worst-case scenario, get a twenty-two. At least it's better than a back. So we sold a lot, a lot, a lot of twenty-two. Uh, pistols and um, and some revolvers too. Ruger has a nice LCR 
uh, revolver that holds uh, was it eight nine rounds something like that. You can't find them now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter now. I can name you all kinds of guns. You can't find anything right now. So uh, remember, zombies. You can always bring down a zombie with a machete. So. Worst uh, case scenario, go get a machete and cut their heads off. You just got to be pretty close. I prefer combat tomahawk myself. Okay. Yeah. But a double-bladed? No, yeah. just a regular combat. You got the other side, you can poke through things. But, yeah. Well, I, I like the double-bladed. I think it's more the, the Viking nature, I think. It's yeah, just that's to have, swing you, both ways, right? Yeah. So right now, it's very, very hard Not to Vikings, get. Not That would be Navy. Uh, to get ammunition. So make your shot counts. You know? Uh, it's really hard to get One thing out. on 22s, folks, in the real world, if you hit somebody with a twenty-two, they're not going to drop immediately on the ground and die. There's no shock. It will kill somebody or a zombie. I'm Eventually. sorry. But my grandfather died from ricochet twenty-two that killed him. It took a few hours. Uh, so twenty-two will kill a person or a zombie. But you need to understand that the showing of that weapon to a person may be enough to get him or a zombie because zombies are not all stupid. They may see that and run backwards, and that may be enough. That may just be enough to get you out of that situation, yeah. oh, away from the zombies. Zombies suck. I prefer a forty-five. All right, well, let's go to that. Let's go. Hit Step up, right, forty-five, baby. Hit him right in the forehead and have that thing just pop up like a well, a little graphic here, but uh, uh, you can't. You know, I, I love the forty-five. I think like the a rotten 40, pumpkin. Yeah. Um, after Halloween. Pop so so uh I like shooting forty five. I like oh. shooting forty five. I like shooting nineteen eleven. So I okay, think they're fun, with that. fun gun to shoot. Um I own a Glock twenty one, which is a forty five caliber and I hate it. Uh to me, for my hand. I feel like I'm holding an avocado so or something. So it has to do with let's talk about that. So yeah. so how the gun fit. Now nineteen eleven has got just great natural feeling. Yes. Okay. Nineteen elevens can be more complicated for newer shooters than other Weapons, okay? Um, personally, I never liked carrying one locked and cocked. It's, no. I, it just <laughs> is in my head because my 1911s always had really nice triggers. It just, I was never comfortable with that. It, I know it's a mental thing and guys do it all the time and yeah, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to hear the emails. It was my personal choice. I was not comfortable with that. So I chose to go with the striker fire or right. other, uh, other options or a double action. Um, yeah. If it had a hammer on it, it was a double action gun. Yeah. So that those are my choices personally. But for a brand new person, a 1911 may not be a comfortable. I mean, a great gun to shoot, but you know you've got the slide safety, you've got the hammer back, you've Grip got a chamber. Safety, but remember, you're, we're talking here in California, which we have a a so called roster of guns that you can you know purchase. Um, um, I have an uh, an XDS, a Springfield. Uh, There's a striker and 45, and you know it's, it's a perfect little gun. It's it's really snappy, but it's small. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith and Wesson came out with a shield in the 45 caliber. Have you? Seen, but we can't get those here, can we? No, I I've seen them because I've had law enforcement that had ordered, and I've seen them, and I hold it in my hand. It's just a little bigger than your standard mm-hmm. shield. It has to be a little bigger because of 45, but it's but it's really really small gun, and when you fire that sucker, that thing wants to fly out of your hand. So on the, uh, I've got a, uh, about a years ago, I got a Taurus uh, PT-145, right? It's 10-shot yes. double action. I love yes. that gun. It's a, it's really good, but it, it's snappy. But as opposed to the, what I was getting at with the 1911, as opposed to the Glock 21, Glock 21's a double stack, meaning it holds 30, well, 
13 in America, 10 rounds in California. Standard capacity. Yeah. Um, so with a double stack magazine, the handle is much fatter. Like you're saying, mm -hmm. it feels like an avocado. It's not a comfortable gun for most people. Right. Then they have the 30. So it's which probably a little the... small in Tom's hands. But... <laughs> and then they came up with a 36, which I don't think is any longer uh, manufactured by them. Uh, the Glock 36, right. which is only a six round. And it's a slimmer. Well, the 41, I think, was 10 rounds in a slim. That was like a nice, almost like a 1911 yeah, That's handle. not California legal either. Of course I'm talking about the California market. The 30 became just a shrunk 21. It still had a fat uh, grip. Then they came out with a 36, which only holds six rounds. If you buy an extender for the magazine, it holds seven rounds, which, I know, seven rounds is seven rounds. If, you know, if, if I had to shoot you seven times with a 45 and I'm hitting you, uh, it's Godzilla I'm shooting at, not a guy. Because, I mean, the first round should be able to Godzilla's bring Godzilla is a different show. Godzilla, Mothra, and uh, the big flying turtle, that's a different the zombies show. Zombies do meth. Oh, they, they do. Because, yeah. I mean, a forty-five, it's, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of mass coming at you, and uh, it's going to knock you down. If it doesn't kill you, it's definitely going to bring you down. So, so let's talk about that. So we're talking about, we just talked about 9mm, now forty-five, And I know we're just trying to have fun here, talk about right. zombies. But the front of the bullet, the frontal area, it's called the meat plat, okay? And... On a forty-five, it's obviously it's almost fifty percent wider than a Absolutely. than a nine millimeter. Yeah. So your frontal area, the area that's going to engage the target, whether it's in a hollow point, soft point, around nose fashion, is wider. It's going to because of that surface area is so much larger. It's delivering more energy initially. Also, a forty-five ACP or long Colt, it's a much heavier bullet. Even if it's traveling slower, your energy levels are so much higher. Around, yeah. So it, it's delivering more energy in and uh, causing a bigger trauma zone inside of the wound channel. Definitely. It will cause a bigger wound. It may or may not have the better penetration depending on the weight of the bullet. Right. And, and the bullet design. And, and all, the clothing. And it, it doesn't matter really what you shoot as long as you make a good shot, center of mass, and the bullet creates trauma. Trauma stops zombies, they stop moving, and they stop aggressive actions towards you. Unless you shoot them in the head, then it's all over. <laughs> so some of the things on a forty five. again, most people have a box of forty five ACP, round nose, 230 grain full metal jacket. That's your standard round you see all the time. It's a great target round, great practice. Range ammo. It's range ammo, right? Defensive ammo is different. So you might see a 230 grain... Um, soft point on a 45 ACP. So it's a jacketed soft point. Or you're going to see something in the 200 or 180 grain level with a hollow point. Now, what's going to, with a lighter bullet like that, you're going to have lower recoil and, and you're going to have more of an expansive property on the projectile. So I think maybe you can take a vote here. I would think between 180 and a 200 grain. Hollow point might be the best way to go for defense, for, for forty-five ACP. Right. Yep. Yeah, nothing past two hundred. You can use whatever, but you don't need anything yeah. past that. Do you agree? I, I uh, they had the uh, round the two hundred thirty grain hollow point. I think it was Hornady. I still like that one. The one with the post in it. I forgot the name of that. You got to be an outlier every time. I'm sorry. What was that? Tar tarn feather. What was that? Tarn feather party. Tarn feather. You're party. out. <laughs> oh man. All in favor. Folks, Philip David, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com. We'll be right back after this. Shotgun time. 
Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. You're going on. I, I don't like it. What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. <laughs> That's right, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com for the podcast. This is the Halloween show, the zombie hunt special, because zombies happen, and uh, they shouldn't happen to you. So on my special panel of experts here, I have Tiny Tom from Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. He's called Tiny Tom because he's six foot eight. I have Vincenzo Torellini. <laughs> The Cuban Italian Stallion. We call him the Italian Stallion because he's not Italian. Right. And, <laughs> and he's five feet tall. And he's five feet tall. <laughs> and nowhere near an Italian, that's for sure. And then we have Dr. Dale Fundak, who obviously is a doctor. So, uh, doctor of, of shooting. There you go. So, we're talking this section here about By the way, your, your producer's having a good time with his music, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dangerous Dan. Actually, excellent music choices. Yeah, I know. Now, you, you ask him, and uh, boy, he came through pretty well. That's pretty good, right? It's yeah. a zombie time. He's, uh, he doesn't want to be on the wrong side of the zombies. Hey, so we just talked about 9mm. We talked about 45 ACP, different types of pistol ammo. Now let's talk about defensive shotgun ammunition. Mm-hmm. I went to the left yeah. last time. I'm going to go to the right this time. And then grenades, or we don't have that. That's the fifth section, so that's a that's, subscribers that's, only. That's oh, after, yeah. after, after hours. <laughs> you got to pay for that show. Uh, I'm going to go 12-gauge. With number four Magnum. Oh, this sounds like the game of Clue. Jesus. Right? Christ. I'll go 12 gauge, number four Magnum, um, Colonel Mustard. Yes. <laughs> in the living room. In the living room, where the blood stains are. Yes. Basically, it penetrates enough, but not too much, and it has enough thump. Okay, so what was your choice again? Number four Magnum, 12 gauge. Number four Buck? Yes. Number four Buck. Oh, four Buck, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Still going to have a lot of penetration, but... But much less than your double-op buck that's going to go through two wall. Guaranteed go through a set of drywall with a double-op buck. 32 caliber pellet. Yeah. Well, you've got – so here's the other thing. Uh, well, actually, let's take everybody's choice first, and we'll talk about shotgun in general. Me, I, I think for home defense, uh, using birdshot will do the job. You're shooting – well, unless you live, uh, live in the White House and the hallway is uh, you know, 100 yards away, you're in your, in your house. It's, it's going to be, what, 10, 8 feet maybe? And your longest sh- shot, so a bird shot, it's going to take everything. 
He's gonna he's gonna get every single little pellet when you pull that trigger at eight feet away. He's gonna get everything. You're not gonna miss. I'm on that same boat. If for a home defense, average homes maybe if if that 25 feet from mm-hmm. a wall to wall, then your home your home defense is a good uh, regular bird shot because you're not worried. Most houses you're gonna have kids in the next room. The chances of that going through walls right. slim to none. Yeah, so I, I I'm kind of in that area too. I think I have good- family so. A good defensive, a good defensive round, I think, is a twenty gauge because everybody in the family can shoot it. Um, I like number four. I think that's a great choice. But also, if you're in a smaller, smaller area, I think high base sixes. There I mean, you go. Oh wow! Nice. High, high base, and what that means is it's a uh, more powerful field shooting round. You know, for shooting coyotes and jackrabbits out at distance. And Eurasians. Yeah, those are a pigeon. Doves. <laughs> those are a Birds. pigeon. It's got to be clear here. Yep. Um, so so high base sixes are a great, very powerful round. Not a lot of recoil. But, you know, in a, in the double-aught buck world, you've got nine pellets, mm-hmm. right, in a, in a two and three-quarter inch shell. Nine pellets, 12 and a three-inch. And those are 32 or 36 caliber? 32. Thereabouts. It's still a 30 caliber bullet, yeah. minimum. Yeah, they're big, big chunks of right. lead. Mm-hmm. And um, they do penetrate, and they continue to penetrate. When it's close range, the defensive use of a shotgun for close range, the pellets have not had a chance to spread out very far. Right. They right. may only be in in twenty Ooh, feet. Foot. Yeah. If right. If yeah. So you're talking about several hundred pellets within a twelve inch radius, and that that is a lot of stopping power right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of destruction there. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not about uh, you know a double up buck will perfectly work. As long as you know how to handle the firearm and you're going to aim at the guy or the zombie and all of them are going to go dead center in the body. It's that one shot that you might hesitate or whatever and you shoot over the head for whatever reason or the side of the body. Now you got two pellets going into the body and seven else, seven other pellets yeah. going through the house, going through. If, it's, if you have a glass behind you. It's going to go behind the person. It's going to go right through the glass, and it's going to hit the neighbor across the street. So here's the thing. You are responsible for every bullet you send loose, right? That's right. Even in a self-defense issue. Now, it may be accidental, but you're still responsible for that. So mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is send a bullet through a wall that unintentionally. So you have to have the right combination for self-defense loads. Absolutely. And if you have family members in the house, you have to be concerned and they make, about that. And they make some self-defense shotgun rounds, folks out there that are just... You'll see that and go, oh, my God. They have some that actually, when it leaves the actual shot shell, the um, talons on this thing are connected by um, cables. So it, the, <laughs> the core is going straight as these talons are taken off and creates this Spider-Man effect that just destroys, supposed to hit. I mean, there's so many gimmicks yeah. out there, guys. Shit in a bolo. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, they have one that shoots needles. Yeah. It's like, what the? Who came up with this? That's for San Francisco. Like those, are, those are the free needles <laughs> yeah, they give the, out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you go in. And in fact, if you go to that website, I forgot what it's called, where they have all these crazy shotgun shells. They're not, they're not cheap by all means. A lot of them in not California, not California, not California. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they right. Wanna... yeah, they're not. And you don't want to be using one of those in self-defense issue because you will go to jail for it. No, I yeah. think these are most for fun. I think right. Flechettes Someone... are not for fun. No. no. The what? Flechettes are not no. for fun. No, no. Those are scary things. Um, so... Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with a 410 either. Well, let's talk about that. Now, 410 is fine. 410 slugs, if you look at the ballistics on them, mm-hmm. are about the same as a 38 special. Correct. 
All right. Yeah. They're not what you think. Right. So a 410 slug is really underpowered for what you're expecting out of it. But your chances of hitting with a rifle are much better than hitting with a pistol because people will miss at seven feet with a pistol and they might hit with a rifle, even if they're bad. Uh, but then it comes down to close quarters with the rifle. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you're a man, man on man. And you're, they don't they don't allow us to put a bayonet lug on anything that's anymore, right? right? That's right. <laughs> Charging zombies, you need yeah. something. No, you have a machete on the side. The machete. <laughs> what about type of shotgun? Anybody have a preference? Well, Whoa. yeah, but we're still on ammo, so we're going to get to that in just a second here. Um, some people are looking at these two-inch rounds, okay? So anybody had any experience shooting the two-inchers? Um I have. I've shot them. And uh, so we have here at the range, we get them and come in and all the time. And what a mess because there's little shot shells everywhere. But um, they, <laughs> not our problem. That's right. They, <laughs> you want to keep the brass, keep that too. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a cycling issue there. It's a neat concept, a great idea. But would I put my zombie life protecting on that? Nah. Yeah, no. it, works, it works perfect on a over and under or side by side. Um, and that's, I think that was the main. Very I know that, recoil. Yeah, I think when they came out, it goes, no, you can put it on these, like you guys were saying earlier, on the Caltech that holds 14. Now you're almost doubling up. It doesn't function that well. And you want something that when you pull that trigger and you miss for whatever reason and you pull back on that pump, you want to make sure that that shell goes in yep. the right way, not sideways or backwards. Right. Because they're so short that the cycle, if you pump it too hard, you'll spin the shell around, and then now you're you're back in square one. So don't pump it too hard, Vince. Okay, what kind of shotgun are you talking about here? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I my preference is a Mossberg 500. Okay, common, yeah, easy. Yeah. Runs like runs like the Dickens. And the safety is in your face. You don't forget the safety because it's right there. 870. That's another pump. Yeah, yeah, 870 as well. I like the semi-autos. Yeah, my personal choice, and and because. Just taking a look at quail hunting, all right? How many people have gone out or gone quail hunting, and they've got a pump gun, and they short shuck? The bird gets up. They get excited. There's one gun, boom, and then they hear a, a click. Yeah. They're like, what's going on? My gun's broken. It didn't go off. No. You failed to clear and reengage, right? So I think especially... You know, if you have uh, other people in the home who don't shoot as often as you do, and I know your wife shoots all the time, and yeah. she's a great shot. Um, but a semi-auto might be a better choice. Um, a, a good one. I, I like the Mossberg uh, 935 is like and my members, favorite one. Your yeah. semi-auto, you're subject to more malfunctions. Uh, if it's not cycling right, yep. there is no immediate fix to that. And yep. we haven't talked about one thing also. It's Throw it at them. Grab the pistol. That's right. And, no, you're, you can use anything you want, but you should try to keep it at 18 and a quarter inch barrel, the shorter shotgun. It's kind of hard to move around the house with a 28 yeah, inch or 30 18 inch, inch 18 inch barrel and a, and a 36 inch extended tube magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you listen, listen to the radio right now and you're saying, okay, I'm going to go buy a shotgun. Uh, yeah, keep away from a 28 inch barrel shotgun because you're going to be slapped. You're going to be hitting the walls in your hallway. And keep away from the pistol it. grips. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Those are so hard to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You got to practice a lot to make sure you can handle that. Yeah. So keep away from the pistol grip yeah. shotgun. Especially if you're going to have your, your your significant other, female, if that's your choice. Uh, make sure that you teach her correctly because, uh, you know, she'll you you know how to handle it. Now you give it to your 110-pound Yeah, I haven't seen wife. very many guys who know how to handle the pistol grip shotgun. All yeah. right? it's, it's, not, it's a cool-looking thing. Yeah, it is. Um, I wouldn't use it. All it's going to do is damage your wrist. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> Folks, Philip Naiman, I want to thank my special guests here, Tiny Tom Reese from Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. Thanks for having me. Vincenzo Torolini, the Itali- Cuban-Italian stallion. Thanks and again. Dr. Dale Fundak, the doctor of destruction. And uh, have a great, safe Halloween there. Don't let the zombies attack. Vote correctly on Tuesday. God bless you. We'll see you after the apocalypse. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.